Teamwork Arts Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. This is where we try and go behind the thoughts that animate the actions of those who create the art. And uh, uh, today we've got someone who's uh, got to his credit, the wonderful, wonderful RZ the Dwarf, Clouds. And uh, I don't know if it'll be too pompous to uh, to call you that, but a bit of a wo voice of our times, no? Chandrahas Chaudhary, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, thank you, sir. It's great that you can call me that. I definitely, it would be out of place for me to say anything. <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> um, uh, finally, uh, uh, it seems that the waves have receded and the, and the five and a half in screen frames have also yes, sort of gone yes. away. Now it's a wave, not of people running away from each other, but towards each <laughs> other. And that is a human wave that makes the, life worth living. Uh, literature also worth writing. I think that's the thing about literature, isn't it? Uh, it, it is, of course, supposed to uh, provide solace, but uh, mm. also a little bit of discomfort as well. No? Uh, yes, yes, yes. You know, life is so, uh, like I write in my new book, uh, life is so complicated that, you know, you meet 70 or 80 year olds who are still finding new nuances on how to live. So I think literature is a bit of a help in that human project. So anybody who wants to, who has that passion to, you know, to discover every little facet of uh, what history means, uh, what language means, what humanity is about, uh, in that literature is a very great aid. And uh, to, I'm very fortunate early in life, my father, you know, uh, taught me this lesson that, you know, books will never let you down. <laughs> Although there are some ways in which they can as well. <laughs> <laughs> Those you can find out later and then you can find ways to also get around that. Books of will course. teach you how to go beyond books as well. Absolutely. So Absolutely. in that sense, you know, the JLF is, uh, I don't know, it's a, it's a optic from which to look at uh, life and see what is worth it. Sure, uh, which I think can be said about literature as well. Yes, no? uh, yes. Uh, but, uh, you know, increasingly ideas and words themselves are... Uh, for lack of a better way of explaining it, uh, being weaponized to serve uh, certain ideas as well. And uh, the lack mm. of a definition increasingly between information, which is passive, and yes. uh, and knowledge, which is supposed to be an active pursuit, uh, is, is sort of aiding that. No? Agreed, agreed. You're perfectly right. And I think that question brings up a certain tension of our age. I mean, you and I are old enough uh, to know that, you know, when the internet first arrived and First of all, on the dial-up, it could take yes. years to connect. But once we're on it, we thought this can only be a force that will liberate humanity. Because imagine you can write to somebody and they reach, get your words within a few seconds. You can read anything from around the world. I began to Google poets and who had only read about in books. I'd never read their works and then their collected works would show up. And yeah. I thought, would we have imagined that in 20 years in that, you know, somehow a combination of fake news, social media, and uh, would all come together in a line to actually uh, make it harder to work out what the truth is and what life is for. Yeah, uh, but you think, uh, you think the creative space is as open as it was when you started? Uh, do you see a shrinkage? Uh, there no, there's no shrinkage. It would only get more and more open. Uh, that makes it uh, harder for the consumer of creative work not to get distracted by the, the flood of things coming your way. You know, when you feel, uh, when you're very rich, you don't notice how you spend your money. <laughs> uh, and if you only had three books to read, then you would really make sure, you know, sometimes I, when I go on a vacation, I go travel, I choose one book from my library to read for that week. It has to deliver because then I've left everything else behind. Sure. And that way, a little bit of uh, scarcity is an advantage in art. Then you really feel the weight of, somebody's work. When you have a flood of words and you can read a uh, toggle between an Instagram post, a Facebook post, uh, the newspaper and a book, yeah. the book ends up losing out because it doesn't have that uh, 
Fraudiness, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I also think, you know, which leads me to this, the democratization of art in that way. Mm. It's a bit of a double-edged sword, isn't it? Because it, is. it does take away from the focus of... of Enjoyment also probably, no? I'm, I, I'm, uh, um, I hope there's no contradiction saying that art should be relentlessly democratized so that everyone has access while keeping up uh, aristocratic spirit of saying there is some art that is better than other art and that is, you know, uh, uh, and everyone okay. should experience that because it's not possible to experience all books and all art in life. There are some things that are, have to be part of the human experience. Everybody who learns the language of that art form should gravitate to those artworks. I, and, and it's okay, no? I, as I've been asking uh, uh, other people as well, uh, we're increasingly probably becoming a society of ors rather than the ands. You know, yes. you have to be this or that. Mm -hmm. uh, you cannot be probably this and that because you're then judged and everyone's got two opinions on the, yes. <laughs> on the internet. So, yes. uh, does that bother you a little? Uh, no, you know, I, I have a slightly more benign view of life, partly perhaps because I never had a job. You know, I mostly meet the Indians or the people I, I want to meet. And <laughs> okay. uh, for some reason, they seem to me a wonderful for, uh, set of folk. And even the young people I meet sometimes when I lecture or I teach now, uh, they are much more sophisticated as Indians and global citizens than I was at their age. So there is no position from which I can criticize them, except for perhaps the fact that their politics is a little too hasty to judge along certain norms which have become prevalent now in the last mm. five or seven years. But, you know, maybe they will understand. It's better that they understand that themselves rather than me tell them. But in the main, I think we are living at a wonderful time in Indian history where uh, generations have learned to talk to one another. Uh, and um, because of the uh, facility of sharing, sometimes when you get on a good run, you must know this in your own life, you know, uh, you can have a day which encompasses all the pleasures of Indian life from top to bottom, eating, drinking, meeting people, traveling, uh, music, uh, cinema. There can be perfect days like that which yes. Indians of the past wouldn't have had. If they were, their ghosts would be looking at us now, they'd say, please appreciate your richness. You know, you people are the luckiest Indians have ever lived on this ground. Don't waste a single moment. And I think, do you think that the glut of, uh, of exposure that we have now to, to some great literature as well, uh, because yes. all you have to do is type in and, <laughs> and there it is. Do you think that's, that's led to a little bit of a loss of respect for the process of creation? No, no, no. You know, in fact, there's never been more talk about creating than there has been now. It's a, 20 or 25 years ago, sometimes you wouldn't even know what your favorite novelist looked like. Right. Uh, now you can find 25 interviews with them on the internet about how you wrote uh, and often around the same questions. There is a lot of curiosity, I think, among young people today. If you want to be a writer, what, what do you need to do and what is your process? I, I enjoy that, you know. I don't think creativity is something that can formally be taught, but uh, these informal spaces are great. And... Um, uh, you can never be too creative, but uh, perhaps you can become a little bit of a dilettante of creativity, you know, like merely mm. floating from one to the other. That deep experience of artwork is what to me is one of the most grounding parts of being human. Everything else disappears. Mm. And that's why reading is so wonderful, you know, because reading is, uh, living is for the day, reading is for the night. And uh, <laughs> when I look back at my life, I think the greatest wealth I ever gave myself was leaving my job at 25. And from then on, I've never had to sleep thinking I have to wake up to catch the morning local, 7.45 from, you know, wherever it is. And because I have that luxury, I could read, there was no end to my reading time. If I loved reading and you came across a great book, sometimes you suddenly looked and it was 2 o'clock in the morning and you spent 2 or 3 hours in this 
entirely charged world made up by somebody's imagination and language wow. floating between yeah. your mind and someone. You know, it's hard to say that there's a life better than that. Everyone says that that writing is a lonely profession. Most of the most of the writers that we've it talked is. about. Uh, uh, are you also from that school of thought, or are you more social when you're writing? Uh, uh, writing can be lonely when you're writing and very social before and after. Right. And for many years, living in Delhi, I had the, uh, the fortune of living this perfect life where I could write uh, till lunch. Then cook myself lunch, <laughs> then sleep for an hour <laughs> while reading a little bit. Then wake up, go for a run in Asta Park in uh, near Nehruplis Metro Station. And then my friends live next door, and uh, I would call up and say, "I know we met yesterday also, but then new things have happened in the world. Shall I come over for one whiskey?" You know. <laughs> and then you have dinner, watch uh, Rajdeep or whoever the the, the TV anchor du jour on the news. <laughs> TV back to, back to reading and uh, once in a week you have a dinner party and whenever I teach about writing and literature, I tell everybody the first step to becoming a better writer is start cooking. That way, first of all, you know, especially if you're a man, start cooking because the pressure of, you know, this, 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 this uh, lopsided view of that, you know, women should cook and, uh, and men get so much respect for learning to make one or two dishes, you know. That's every, right. I think that if you know how to make rice dal the entire meal and you cook every day, then you should get respect, not merely for throwing up, you know, some special uh, sure. thing that you have. But calling people to your house uh, <laughs> and being called to other people's houses and you also can slyly examine the libraries. <laughs> and yes. sometimes, you know, you, the, the li somebody's library tells you so much about themselves. For sure. And uh, if it is only a automatic cut and paste collection of the same bestsellers that you see everywhere. You kind of feel this person hasn't used the best, hasn't made the best of the opportunities. Sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We are living in a judgmental society. I, Why I, not? I, I, I'm very judgmental. <laughs> but that, that's really, like, yeah. But so that way I used to love people coming to my house and you know, I had a small library in Delhi because I lived in a one room apartment, but it had two or three thousand books all oh. bought around the world in my travels. And I think it was one of the best small libraries in Delhi and uh, <laughs> I felt like I was living in this one room apartment uh, with, with 2000 friends. For sure. For sure. Uh, and that feeling was very consoling on coming home. I'm I'm actually finding very, I, I'm going to take a moment to just uh, sort of calm myself and think of that perfect life that you just described and, and, and do a little bit of an RIP on my, on my <laughs> It's changed, it's changed. Now that I'm a dad, I wake up at 6 o'clock, uh, ah. boil milk and prepare the school bag too. Lovely. <laughs> I'm very happy. Misery loves company. <laughs> so that, if you ever want to come visit, please, now you come. Yeah, now it'll be like, yeah, I, I can ring the bell at 6 o'clock and find you all fresh as a daisy. <laughs> but um, there's also a story about uh, uh, about you being introduced uh, uh, to books by your father who would yes. bring in cartloads every I week. I know, I know. And you know, this excessive spirit has not left me. It's very stressful for people who live with you, but I still cannot understand it. What is so difficult to understand that I went out and I found about 25 books that I think I need. I might not read them for 20 years, but you know, if you're a writer, books is your, your world. And uh, plus, you know, books are such an amazing part of decor. Forget what is inside them. You know, when you see a beautiful book, um, I used to have a, a, a Danish girlfriend, uh, perhaps the only writer I've dated you uh, who I knew. 100% was had a better literary mind than mine. <laughs> so sometimes I would just sit and listen to her and she said, you know, um, a book is a kind of genius technology. In every other art form, you know, look at this cassette, the CD, the, the, the form keeps changing every five or 10 years and you have to all migrate. There's something so durable about the book for six or 700 years has remained basically unchanged. Imagine the first person who put a book together, even to work out that there should be two pages which are bound in the middle and you, you know, uh, that it shuts like that is not 
Buy one, open one, and then listen to Chandra's describing how it needs your company. Start a library and cultivate it like a garden every like day, garden. week of your uh -huh. yeah. every week of your life. And water, I have this good one. Huh? Water it with your ideas. Yes, 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 even better. Better. We should do a podcast every week. I agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but you see a future in analog books like do you, yes, uh, do you yes. see yeah? it, it will never for a while there was this worry about uh, ebooks taking over they have come hit their peak and receded <laughs> again the same way you know as other pretenders did um, there can never be uh, books can never die until unless human beings stop reading completely or netflix just wins over all the subscriptions of the world it becomes a global you know human right you know it comes for free yeah. Uh, but till then, you know. Uh, by the way, you know, uh, uh, sometimes you get handed down books by your parents or other people, and or you buy in a secondhand store, and you see little notes. Somebody gave it as a present, some love yeah. note. Yeah. Uh, so, and those bits are lovely to be. It's the second owner of a book that has already Absolutely. lived one journey. Absolutely. And uh, I love my books because my notes are in them. And on reading them, not only do I remember what my handwriting used to be like, it was much neater <laughs> when I was younger. But you 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 go back to how you how you have grown as a person. From your own notes of what you chose to copy out of somebody else's book 15 years ago, absolutely. What you saw in Tolstoy 15 years ago is very different from what you see in now. Yeah. And so that way, books are a great companion. People say dogs are better, but although <laughs> I'm a dog lover in the end, for sure. Um, yeah, books are. Books are better. I, I I don't think there can be a better way to end this podcast. <laughs> okay. Try them. See what they do to your ideas. See yes, what going yes. back to them after a long time can do to how you look at things and perspective. In today's world, is everything, isn't it, Chandra? Yes, yes. Live in the country that is literature. It's a wonderful country to live in. Absolutely. Live in a country that is literature. Now, if ever you want to use that on social media, just remember you tag Chandra Chaudhary on it, and you remember that you heard it on the Teamwork Arts podcast. Chandra, this has been absolutely Thank delightful. You, Did we spend two hours? Or has it? It's only been seven <laughs> or eight minutes. <laughs> Time is so relative in, in life. should be lived at this intensity. I, otherwise, I, I, jail have allows that, which is great. <laughs> Could not agree more. That's Chandra Chaudhary, ladies and gentlemen, on the Teamwork Arts podcast. Uh, important, isn't it? Important to uh, to remember that there is another way of looking at things. So, if you've just uh, looked at a book as inanimate, well, you just heard Chandra Has describe <laughs> them as uh, as his best companion. So, maybe next time you pick up a book, uh, you might want to look at it at that uh, in in that way because perspective is important and thinking even more so, which is what we're trying to uh, generate right here on the Teamwork Arts podcast. Thank you for listening. Uh, do follow us on social media. Validation is what we completely die for. So you could probably write a comment or, or leave something there, you know, subscribe, etc, etc. It'll be really nice. Uh -huh. And If uh, I may say one, two sentences in closing uh, yes, about Teamwork Arts, you know, I think uh, Teamwork Arts is an amazing Indian example of soft power where uh, people now, when they meet me in different parts of the world, they said, have you been to Jaipur Literature Festival? Yeah. And uh, when you, we go abroad or you take the festivals abroad, it's always JLF in some other city. They didn't want their, the name Absolutely. of their city to be the first Absolutely. word there. And this, I think, is something that uh, you should be praised for because, you know, it takes a oh. lot to be able to find a frame to bring together all these different kinds of Indian energies, music, dance, theater, politics, whatever. Absolutely. And uh, being part of this traveling circus has uh, <laughs> been great fun for me. 
try and be a part of it it's great fun <laughs> thank but, uh, yeah you got to write a book or something to get the, get on it then sardak will call you sure. <laughs> no just tell us no in the comments maybe <laughs> there's there's no bad publicity yes or if you can laugh louder than one of us maybe then that could be another way that could be another way <laughs> many many ways all you need to do is try <laughs> that's the team of guys podcast ladies and gentlemen chandrahas choudhury thank, thank you very you, much for you. listening